When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time to talk football now, though. And former Hawks Bay United coach and evidence striker Brett Angel joins us. G'day, Brett. How are you? Not too bad, Ricardo. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Good. Uh, Phoenix, uh, another draw. Two home draws. Probably... You'd asked uh, Ufuk Tale uh, beginning of the season and said, look, you've got two games at home to start. I will give you four points. He would have taken it. But two, probably not so much. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's spot on, really. I think uh, they would have been looking at uh, a minimum of four from the, from the six that were available. But when you look at the two games, I suppose, you know, the first one could have been a defeat. So, uh, yeah. So, as I say, I think it's all starting or will start to unravel. He'll be a little bit more disappointed with that um, with that start, but um, I think there's still plenty of way to go to uh, you know pick up them points. Now, I've watched um, both games so far this season. Against Adelaide, the Phoenix struggled a bit to start with uh, and held in there. This game felt like the reverse of that. They really dominated the the opening half particularly and probably should have had more to show for it than they did. Um, What do you think's not quite right there at the moment? I think it's just really a settling in period, obviously, at the start of the season. And no matter what you do in pre-season, you know, competitive games are completely different. I think bit by bit, the opportunities, as a coach, I think you're always more worried when you're not creating. So the first game would have been a little bit more. And then the second game comes in and you're creating, but you're not taking uh, those opportunities. And that realistically makes the difference. So I think he'd be more happier with the second game where chances have been created but not been taken than the first where there was very little opportunity to sort of score. And uh, likewise, the result ended up in the same manner, the draw. Yeah, it did. Uh, so two draws so far. Have scored a, a, a few goals. Uh, ben Wayne, two goals from, from two appearances. Uh, what do you make of his form at the moment? Well, when, you, when you're scoring goals, I think you're going to start being a more confident than Wayne. Obviously, he's not completely established, but I think what will start to happen is that maybe with that confidence, he becomes a, a more established starter uh, for, for, for the Knicks. And obviously, as long as he keeps scoring goals, there's really a, a great outcome. But I think also what he does possess is that youthful energy at times that just gives the group a spark as well. Yeah, he does. I mean, the story was that uh, the club turned down an approach from Millwall for him um, in the off-season. Uh, do you think he's at that level where he could go into like an English Championship side and, and, and be a player that could, um, you know, sort of hold his own? Well, when there's interest, there's generally a reason for that interest. Obviously, what they've seen is, uh, you know, elements that I think going straight in, probably at this moment in time, would still be a work in progress. But I think he's been a work in progress as well 
in relation to the Phoenix as well. And I think it's a great breeding ground to actually, you know, knock off those edges, you know, with, with, the, with the Phoenix. And I think certainly if he continues in the same vein, it wouldn't totally surprise me within the next sort of year or so uh, that those uh, areas wouldn't be uh, not achievable of going into a championship side and, and certainly for a squad and certainly uh, you know, showing signs of his progress. What about his uh, strike partner on the weekend, um, Oscar Zavada, the, the the Polish striker that I brought in, six foot four, came up through the uh, the Wolfsburg Academy. Uh, what have you made of him so far? Again, a little bit quiet. I think it's one of those uh, being what he is. I think the players themselves are starting to work him out as well as you know, you know, his, his uh, teammates as well. So it does take and know what. You know, what's his strengths? What's what's the areas that how he wants to play? And I think that's still still a little bit of work in progress. Um, you know, as a six foot four striker, you'd be feeling that uh, as a box player, and I think that's probably where the uh, they're looking for is that outcome from inside the inside the box. But he's got pace, and uh, you know, so again, he's pretty all purpose. But at the moment, I suppose uh, it, it's. The ignition is being waited is still um, being waited to fire because uh, I, I don't think we've possibly quite seen as much as what people would have liked to have seen in that first two games. Yeah, it's a funny one. I mean, you say a six foot four striker, and so you you kind of think of the um, you know striker much in the mould of yourself uh, when when you were playing. But he's he's a little bit of that. Um, he's good on the good on the floor for a big man, isn't he? It's, it almost seems like he he feels better with the ball at his feet than he does with the ball in the air. Yeah, you probably could say now more of a modern day centre forward in in that respect. You know, so that it's not all about you know knocking big long diagonals and trying to get sick downs. You know, he's someone that will he's quite comfortable with the ball in and around and dribbling and and and, and running with the ball as well. So I suppose it's again getting him into those areas and the, and the team getting to know him, where he wants it, when he wants it, and to really then start to apply those uh, elements to the game. That at the moment I suppose we're probably the jury's still out as to how consistent he is in applying them at the moment. But it, look, it's a new environment, new country, all of those things. It does take time. It doesn't happen overnight. And uh, I'm sure that over the period of the next month or six weeks we'll see a different, uh, a different player. The second goal that uh, the Central Coast scored uh, felt pretty soft. I mean, it was w- very well taken, but the Phoenix just really opened up and there was uh, nothing sat in front of the of, of the back line there. We've seen in the past, obviously, Alex Rufa do that job or Nicholas Pennington did it last week. Uh, but with Ugarkovic, who's, who was fantastic, and Clayton Lewis, who's also a very good player, they feel like they're more ball-playing sixes rather than actual stoppers, if you like. Um, do you see that as a potential weakness going forward? I think, uh, it, again, it's about the transition and about being organised transitionally to have those players in the right spaces. And I suppose at that time, they didn't have them quite where they needed to be. And it's a bit like working together. At the end of the day, they can't both go. So if, if the game, if the, if the uh, you know, if the move breaks down, then suddenly the opposition are straight on you and, 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 and you suddenly haven't got any central midfield at all. So I think it's a little bit about sort of working together uh, to try and nullify that, but and consequently possibly 
neither of the two are what you would call natural defensive-minded players. So maybe if that's something that continues, I would think Quebec would look at it and sort of say, do we need somebody to just stiffen up that sort of back line to give those two a little bit more um, resource to actually go forward and know that there's something uh, behind you so that, that that element of the game is taken care of rather than those two having to deal with both aspects of the game. What have you made, um, we're two games into the season, what have you made of the Phoenix imports this season, or the, or the new additions, should I say, because Costa's obviously not an import, uh, as it were, but what have, you, what have you made of them? I mean, to me, they look probably better than they did this time last year. Yeah, I think, look, Costas, you know what you're going to get with Costas, and even in the first game, you know, he was quite quiet, and then suddenly he's been given an opportunity, nice little ball from Clayton down the inside channel, and he, and he struck it superbly, which has given the goalkeeper a decision to make, and then Ben Wayne's in the right place to, uh, you know, to scoop up the rebound. So, again, given the opportunity, I'm sure he, you know, and, that, and that's what all strikers want. They want enough ammunition to be... He's not going to get a 100% success rate, but what he will get, if you give him enough ammunition, he's going to score goals, because he's proved that over the period of time. I think, obviously, with you guys, it's one of those where, again, we know that from a central, um, you know, an A-League perspective, he, 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 he's got good experience. I think it's just utilising that experience now and to get both elements uh, working. And, and, and as I say, I do feel that it is time. I, 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 think, uh, I think realistically in the next sort of month or so, I think that's probably going to be a better gauge of whether these imports are working or not, you know, as it will be for the whole team. I think the next month of games will, will actually decide realistically whether they're settling down or whether the settling down period's over and now it's about actually uh, performing. There's uh, news coming out, obviously, after Danny Hay uh, chose not to reapply for his job, that Ufuk Tale might be interested in doing the All-Whites job and the Phoenix job. And the Phoenix have come out today and said that they support him and that wouldn't have a problem. Um, how do you think that would work? Having a a guy, I mean, we've seen Ricky Herbert do it, but the game has changed. The A-League season is bigger, longer, more in-depth, more, I, I guess you'd say, a better level now. Do you think someone can do both jobs uh, equally well? Again, I think it's about managing, managing yeah, and, and, and getting the right personnel around to be able to actually better support that. What you've got at the moment, and I don't, you know, is obviously international windows when games are played. Um, generally, those international windows don't actually um, impact on the Wellington Phoenix and their A-League campaign, but if there is, then that may create bigger barriers but again it's just about actually working working it through and then the obviously both parties agreeing to the timelines of what's required and what's not required but as I say it'll be about really utilizing his, his, his coaching group to be able to support both elements and whether they're the same or they're different that might be another you know quandary that uh, could be put in but Ricky, Ricky did it previously. Uh, yes, you're quite right in probably sort of saying that the game itself has slightly moved and, and has been a bit more developed since then. But overall, you know, again, I think it's just about managing and managing staff well enough to actually put uh, 
you know, both campaigns together and, and, and getting it organised. And there's going to be a lot of crossover of player base as well in, in relation to the All Whites and the, and the Phoenix as well. So, again, one of those things would be that uh, the players themselves mm-hmm. need to know um, in a little bit better than maybe somebody coming from outside that they don't know but have to build those relationships. Uh, finally, Britt, before we let you go, on Denny Hay, uh, he decided not to reapply. Uh, I think it probably would have felt like a bit of an insult being asked to reapply uh, from his end. Um, he has been accused, apparently, of being too autocratic uh, as a coach. But given that you know it's the coach's job on the line rather than the high-performance managers generally, do you know of any successful coaches who haven't been autocratic? I think, again, it's the balance. I think what you perceive Danny to be may be in his uh, persona more so than what it was. Uh, but, I, you know, again, what I find is it's just disappointing that, again, the game seems to be in a state of flux and it seems to be moving forward, certainly from an international competition perspective. Uh, but now it seems as though we're looking for other people now to, to, to move the game here forward. And that's the disappointing thing from the game's perspective, it never really seems to be moving forward, at, at, you know, it, and therefore then it always gets sort of two steps forward and one step back. And it's going to be a new group or a new, you know, because obviously you're not only looking for a new high-performance director, you're also looking for a national coach and who comes first. And maybe that might have been the problems in the past, but uh, in reality, it's probably for the very, very first time got a clean slate to put the right people in place that are going to work together or should be working together, but who knows? That's, I suppose, you know, that's easier said than done. Uh, and I'm sure that they wouldn't have done or made those decisions without, um, you know, knowing potentially who may be available to come in. But maybe they have, I don't know. So, uh, as I said, it, again, for me, it's just about, it, feel, it feels as though the game was moving forward and now suddenly the handbrake's back on and we don't quite know what's going to happen. Mm, good stuff, Brett. Hey, listen, really appreciate your time, mate. Uh, and uh, go well, and we'll talk to you again soon, eh? Well done. Thanks, Ricardo. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.